Good morning, everybody. This is Rebecca Bogan, Advanced Practice Holistic Nurse and Family Nose Practitioner with Essential Integrative Health and Wellness. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about Reiki. For you guys that don't know what Reiki is, it is a Japanese technique used for stress reduction and relaxation and promotes healing. And we have a special guest with us this week. So tune in, listen, and enjoy the show. Hi, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Rebecca. I'm happy to be here with you today. Thank you so much for um, doing this. So for you guys who do not know, we have Judy Greer on the podcast today. And she is not only a healthcare professional, a yoga guru. She is also a Reiki instructor, Reiki master. So I'm so thankful for her to be on the show. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And one of the questions that our listeners would like to know is what inspired you to become a Reiki practitioner? Um, I think that that was just my need as a nurse, uh, that I saw that other types of integrated approaches to patient care were something that included more mind-body medicine, et cetera, uh, was really necessary. And I started just exploring uh, different paths for that, alternative and complementary care, primarily through the Holistic Nurses Association. Yes, for you guys who do not know, the Holistic Nurses Association is one of the certifications, associations that you can get to become a holistic nurse, um, which gives you more education on different complementary therapies, such as Reiki or um, acupuncture or uh, essential oils. Um, just all of the other more natural things that you can help with healthcare. How long have you been in practice? About uh, 22 years now. Yes. And how does being a Reiki practitioner benefit your healthcare practice? Well, right now I'm primarily uh, providing a variety of massage and bodywork services. I'm no longer working as a nurse at present. Um, and so uh, Reiki just integrates really well with a lot of different types of modalities. At the Center for Massage Therapy, we offer uh, a brand called Synergy Reiki Therapy where we combine it with reflexology, with sound healing, with restorative yoga. And I feel that um, what Reiki offers 
me in particular as a practitioner is that unique ability to combine it with these other modalities so that people have more of a enhanced mind-body kind of experience and I feel like a deeper level of relaxation due to that. And where did the practice of Reiki originate from? Well, it's actually been around a long time, since the 1930s, and it started in Japan uh, with UC Mikayo. And it actually started as more of a, an individual meditative practice to deepen one's connection with mind, body, and spirit. And it came from a very similar sort of tradition as martial arts, like Aikido, Qigong, and um, it had a major influence as well from just the traditional indigenous Japanese culture. And it's unique feature that it had that those other forms of meditative awareness didn't was that aspect that they call palm healing. It transitioned sometime in the 80s from Japan over to Hawaii through one of UC's students named Madame Takata, and then she started to westernize it. And once it got westernized, it got really popular in the U.S. He complimentary type uh, of mind-body treatment. And now it still has a lot of roots in its original practices of meditation and breathing awareness and palm healing for self-care for the practitioners as well as clients. Yes, I have noticed as well that there is a lot of uh, versions of Reiki now that you mentioned that has been westernized um, and uh, energy healing. Absolutely. It's gone through a huge transition since its original form. Like I said, in this original form, it was really more of a self-care practice. It was intended that way. And just throughout the years, it kind of went through this metamorphosis where it became not only a self-care practice, but then also a real complementary treatment practice. So a lot of influence there that happened in the 1980s when we had all of the new age medicine and uh, all of this big um, exploration of those alternative modalities over here. How does it benefit our well-being, the Reiki? Well, primarily, I think it what it does is it promotes an increased awareness of the mind-body connection. And it does that through the use of just therapeutic touch. There's kind of an old saying that says, where our attention goes, our energy flows. And that touch, that essence of what they called palm healing back in the 1930s, uh, of just actually putting your hands on various positions of the body, really just brings a lot of awareness and it creates a really strong kind of mind-body connection there, if you will. And as that happens, uh, it also creates a bit of relaxation response, which decreases our stress response. And that is ultimately beneficial to all of us because so many of the 
illnesses, chronic illnesses especially, are really stress-related. Yes, this is very true. Um, I just left another podcast interview, and she spoke as well as, you know, how stress influences health. Um, And I know, I can recall in nursing school, learning about uh, therapeutic touch, um, but they don't really go into that much of a detail about it. Like we learn just a few little hand techniques like um, like a back massage, but how long does it take to really master the art of Reiki and energy healing? And well, that's a good question. Uh, it, it's kind of like uh, it's a it's a lifelong practice, really. You're always kind of refining your skills at at anything that you do. And there's actually three different there's three different levels of, of practitioners in Reiki, um, and um, there's quite a bit of difference between the two. So level one is really about self care. There's a lot of emphasis on creating regular meditative practices, uh, learning different breathing exercises that go along with the Reiki, and then learning how to do a self-treatment, a palm healing. And then in level two, you learn a little bit more on how to work on others and clients and formalize that a little bit. And then in the third level, you actually learn how to be a teacher uh, of that art. So it really just depends. Some people uh, take years in between those levels and practice and refine those skills. And some people, depending on their background, just um, can complete that relatively quickly. And how do you go about to find a really good Reiki practitioner? Because I feel like there's so um, many people that are getting like certified in this and that. How do you know the difference? You know, do you, how do you know that you have a good practitioner? Well, as always, with anything in massage, body work, complimentary care, word of mouth is always wonderful. So ask your neighbors, ask your friends, relatives, if they know of anybody, that's always a good place to start. And then just in your local community, you know, find out from others as well too. And again, that kind of goes back to those levels of practitioners we just talked about. So um, level one has the beginning knowledge of skills. Level two has refined those skills uh, quite a bit and learned some different techniques. And then level three, Reiki masters uh, have refined those skills to the point where they're able to teach them to others. So you would always just want to look and make sure that they have at least a level one certificate in Reiki, that they've taken taken some training in that. And uh, that's a really good place to start. And what are some of the main principles of Reiki? Well, like we said, it's a, you know, it's a complimentary, really health approach. Uh, what, what kind of makes it unique or stands out is, again, this idea of, of the palm healing. So the practitioners actually use 
their hands and real light touch on the body or just above the body uh, with that goal again of uh, facilitating that mind-body connection and that's largely how we receive the benefit that we get from that is by creating that connection and and that healing response that comes about from it it's really based on the principle of the eastern belief that really all things uh, are made of energy and that you know we call that in the japanese reiki school we call that ki with the k ki in traditional chinese medicine they call that chi with the chi and yoga they call that prana but um so that's that same sort of principle in all of those uh, art forms that you're talking about is that vital life force that energy life force um, so that's the essence behind it and then the way that that essence is manifested or used is largely again through that mind-body connection and the therapeutic touch and I know um, it talks a lot about energy and Reiki and I don't know about you as a nurse for me I before I even step in a room with the patient sometimes I can feel you know the energy from them whether they're having a bad day or um, if they're anxious or they're whatever I kind of feel that before I even step in the room to approach them um, what are some things that we can do to uh nourish our energy nourish our energy for ourselves as uh you know just every day with work and every day at home um because i know whenever your energy is off or you're you know having a bad day that radiates out and people can feel that Mm -hmm. that's an excellent question you know i i think one of the most intuitive things that we can do to help with that is to just take a deep breath. I mean, intuitively, we just we just know that. If we can just stop what we're doing and just slow down for a minute and focus on our breath. In Reiki, we teach a lot of simple belly breathing. In the Japanese art, uh, they talk about the hara, which is the center of the body, which is this area just below the belly button. And uh, so just simple, focused belly breathing that starts to calm the mind, calm the body. And and then any sort of just kind of simple movement along with that or in addition to that, anything that promotes a little bit of awareness into the moment. Takes us out of that hectic frenzy of everyday life. And if one were to start a Reiki sessions, um, how many sessions of Reiki do you recommend to improve your health? Well, that really just depends a lot on on the reason why people are seeking that type of alternative care to begin with. So uh, there are clients who come to do that as a preventative means to just help keep their stress in check and their body in balance. And then there are clients who come because they're working with that more as a complementary care practice um, that may have some sort of uh, 
chronic illness or cancer that they're dealing with, etc. So it really just depends on the individual person and what their goals are. And then when you come in as a client for Reiki, um, what should you expect? How should you dress? Should you just come in just regular clothes? Should you, how, how does one um, expect to experience the Reiki? Yeah, well, that's a good question too. So, you know, Reiki uh, is not like massage at all. Again, that's very light touch. We're not really manipulating any of the muscles or soft tissue. So it's done fully clothed on a massage table. And uh, the session itself usually takes anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes, uh, something like that. And, you know, it just creates this state of, of relaxation. So you should expect, you know, to have a professional practitioner that really just explains all that to you. When you come in, there may be a little bit of an intake form to kind of fill out or a discussion about everybody's client and practitioners expectations you know Reiki practitioners don't diagnose and they don't even really aim to treat anything any kind of specific condition they're they're more like a midwife in a way that they just kind of facilitate the body's own natural processes or self-regulation and where can we find more information on your upcoming Reiki certification? Because you are a Reiki master and I know that you teach Reiki. So where can we find more information on that? Well, the best place to find uh, information about that is on the website. Um, And the web address is just centerformassagetherapy.net. And when you go onto the web page, you can just look underneath the Reiki therapy session and you'll find information about, more information about what a Reiki therapy session is like, about our combined modalities, our synergy Reiki sessions with reflexology, with restorative yoga. And then you'll also find some information just about those certification classes. That is awesome. And you also offer the sound therapy as well. We do. And I can't wait to experience that because I'm going to sign up for that. I'm so excited about that. And um, where are you located at? Uh, The Center for Massage Therapy is in Cape Girardeau, 618 Bellevue Street. All right, and thank you so much, Miss Judy, for taking time for us to interview you. And I look forward to the sound session. I cannot wait because I have not experienced that yet. So I'm so excited about that. Well, do you have anything else that you want to share with our listeners? I was just going to thank you again so much for giving me the opportunity to talk to you about Reiki and uh, we look forward to being able to connect with you at the sound session as well and then just one other little bit of information if you for whatever reason don't have access on the internet you could always give us a call and our number is 
All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that was an excellent interview with Miss Judy. Now, before I get out of here, I wanted to um, let you guys know a little bit more about Essential Integrative Health and Wellness. Um, here at Essential Integrative Health and Wellness, we help with sustainable weight loss. So if you're tired of yo-yo diets, unhealthy dieting, fatigue, stress, irritation, um, bloating, and just a return in weight gain every time that you try to work on your weight, why worry with this? Why worry with the yo-yo diets when there is a better way? And I understand, I get it, I have been there. I am an advanced practice holistic nurse and a family nurse practitioner. And we help with weight loss management through a holistic approach to weight management. So schedule a consult, um, we'll do an assessment, and we'll come up with a patient-centered weight loss plan at your visit. And we can help work with you each week. You don't have to do it alone. So call today for an appointment and get your sustainable weight loss plan so you can transition into that healthy lifestyle that you want. A decrease in diabetes, a decrease in hypertension, a reduce your pain level from the weight. Um, we reduce weight-related joint pain. We help you feel good about your body and help reduce fatigue. So if you want to avoid um, trying to do it alone, avoid having that return and weight gain, avoid having that lack of motivation, and avoid not having a plan. And if you want to go from feeling depressed about your weight gain and not having confidence in yourself about it, come transform with us. We can help you feel confident about your health. So check out Essential Integrative Health and Wellness on essential.integrative.com or you can also give us a call. We're always taking phone calls. Our phone number is 618-484-8709. Give us a phone call. Here at Essential Integrative Health and Wellness, we are a patient-centered healthcare service. So we can help you with creating a plan that's going to help you with sustainable weight loss using a holistic method. We also integrate the practice, so we can do some traditional medicine with it as well to integrate with it. We offer injection therapy to help you with your weight loss or help you with fatigue and help you with other things. We offer supplements and vitamins as well. So give us a phone call, check out our website, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast here at Essential Integrative Health and Wellness.